Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello again, welcome to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Ted Sokol, and joined by my co-host in Sleuth with the Most, Chris Tour. Today's episode, we're reviewing the mystery film Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. This was written and directed by Ryan Johnson, produced by Johnson and Ram Bergman. Uh, this is actually kind of a sequel or within the same universe of the 2018 film Knives Out, starring both Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. Uh, we were very excited about, you know, watching this because both Chris and I love a good mystery and we did really enjoy Knives Out. And we were excited to see that Ryan Johnson was going to continue to create these in the style of like Agatha Christie kind of novels where it would be uh, every maybe movie or whatnot would be a new mystery. But no spoilers today, uh, but Chris, give us a brief synopsis of Glass Onion. So yeah, it's been a few years since the Knives Out case, and Benoit is kind of not in a slump, but you could tell he's in a point where he just really needs a good case. And we're this film actually is set in COVID-19 times, so it is very relevant. Uh, but we have Miles Braun, this billionaire co-founder of this big tech company, Alpha, uh, who decides to host this murder mystery game on his vast private island. And he invites a few friends, friends he's known for several years. And Benoit is also invited. And so the whole point is it's supposed to be like this dinner party. And it's going to be like, you know, where you pretend someone gets killed and it's a whole murder case. And then things get wild. And in true Ryan Johnson style of the Knives Out mystery genre, Things get turned on the head, and a real murder happens, and now Benoit has to solve the case. And, yeah, we were excited for this. Knives Out was, you know, the, the murder mystery genre has had many different iterations. And you know, we've had these almost in a similar timeline here, funny enough. We've had the kind of, like, new updated takes 
of Agatha Christie with uh, Kenneth Branagh having the whole Murder on the Orient Express, and we had Death on the Nile. Apparently, he's wanting to do a third film. This kind of takes the same style, but Knives Out with Ryan Johnson. There was something that was fun about, first off, Daniel Craig doing this character. This, like, this, he's a very good detective, but this, this southern accent, yeah. this, this charm about him <laughs> and this, the way he talks. Um, it was a complete character choice that no one saw coming in that first film, and it just worked so well. But having this really stacked cast of big names, and that continues here. Um, and what was neat about this film to me was it is, in a way, to me, a little stock character built, but almost that's the point. I feel like where Knives Out did have humor and was a little bit more of an actual intense mystery, this almost comes off like commentary on a lot of what's going on in our present time. Again, it's set in COVID. Um, masks are being worn at times throughout the film, the way they're talking about you know, our main character, one of our main characters, played by Ed Norton, who's the billionaire, Miles Braun, is very much like an Elon Musk type character. And there's just some stuff in this that is like very, it's again commentary on class, it's commentary on wealth, it's commentary on technology. And it's, I thought it kind of worked a little better that it was almost a little cartoony compared to the first film. There's definitely moments in the first film that are cartoony. This was even more so. And I think also on this private island well, where there's yeah. all this crazy stuff that he has bought. I mean, this is one of those things where it's like, it reminded me like an Austin Powers, Dr. Evil, you know, it's like a James Bond lair. <laughs> it's just this crazy, the glass onion is this well, huge yeah, dome. It's on, on an island. Yeah. And exactly. one of the dumb things I thought was so stupid, but it did work is like every hour is this gong, which actually is the voice of Joseph Gordon Lovett. It's just gong. And every hour it does that, part of a meditation process. But um, yeah, what did you think of this cast, Taylor? I mean, we have, again, I think Johnson proving himself with Knives Out. And I mean, he has directed some big films. I know Last Jedi has divided fans, but you can't deny that film is, um, you know, done very well for at least the production value and the filming. I mean, films like Looper and Netflix jumped on Knives Out for at least two sequels and people are kind of like, hey, if we can keep coming up with some fun cases, I'll see more movies with Benoit, you know, kind of a Benoit Blanc series of films. But he got another stacked cast for this film, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's funny because you talking about um, the, you know, stock characters, I really did kind of embrace I think what Ryan Johnson was trying to do is make this, you know, if you look at both Knives Out and Glass Onion, um, there are really parodies of the murder mystery because these characters are a bit larger than life. There are some stakes, but it's never like terrifying. It's it's more fun, You but you are really embroiled in like what's going on. And he does a very good job with all the twists and turns. But uh, yeah, frankly, uh, the character choices are great. Where I see what you're saying about the stock characters, I think I wanted more from them because we have some quality performers in here. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. didn't really get enough from him. Um, you know, Catherine Hahn, um, uh, we, Edward Norton, he really plays this really, he does a really good job playing these kind of megalomaniac, kind of like really full of himself characters, like from the Italian job. So he does a really good job there. You know, having Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson's great. Dave Batista, like he just plays this really like, over the top guy and he's done a really great job of stuff that. I was surprised that the 
the character choice for Dave yeah. Bautista of like a, a video game streamer. That was like just because he's so yeah. big. Um, that was a great choice for him. Uh, and Janelle Monet really does uh, pull the weight of this film as kind of our very similar to how Anna de Armas was in the mm-hmm. first film, kind of the one we're, we're kind of rooting for and following for. Um, she fills that spot as well. And maybe there's a theme here that Ryan Johnson has of if it's if it's women potentially or just that kind of underdog that we fight for that, um, especially in this case, again, this film is very much about wealth, class, and a little bit of vengeance mm-hmm. of uh, what is rightfully owed. And again, I think it's just how he spells out the wealth that Edward Norton has in this film. I mean... They have a huge chunk of this film is set in this giant kind of, it looks like a penthouse, if you will, but it's like a main part of his big room on the island. And there's like glass statues everywhere. The dome itself is a glass onion. He has the freaking Mona Lisa. And they're like, so where'd where'd you get that? It's like the print. And he's like, "Uh, COVID, I bought it from the French. (laughs) He's like, they need money. So I bought it. It's just like stuff like that where you're like, it's so ridiculous, but it plays into kind of the over the topness to see why he is like this, like you said, megalomaniac kind of villain, which is is really fun to watch. Over the topness too, I would say, I love like in the first, in Knives Out, there's a Harlan Thrombey. He's the the person who's been murdered. They're they're trying to solve his death. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of these scenes where you see his like portrait and like the faces like kind of changes interesting about this film was kind of a similar thing was the Mona Lisa is a big focus because it's in this pressurized thing and uh glass protective case that if any movement or moisture or something, this, uh, this thing will close or any sound. So every time you hear a lot of the, mm-hmm. foom, foom, and like you said, like the repeating of the gong and stuff. So there's these interesting, really good tropes that Ryan Johnson really hits home with that. But yeah, I love that. And talk about cast. We also had some great cameos. I mean, you've got Blinky, you'll miss it, but like Ethan Hawke. And then we get, of course, um, I'm so glad we got like the late Angela Lansbury. Stephen Sondheim. Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> we have Serena Williams. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, L- 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 Natasha Lyonne. So there's a, there's a, it's chock full of and, he, and Hugh Grant. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Hugh Grant. Exactly. For um, a brief Which bit. really, there's, there's, he's really, he's like a, a dialogue moment for one second and then he's in it for maybe not even just a minute of the of the film and that really is just a it's like if we didn't remind you in the first film benoit is a detective and then he has this one scene with um hugh grant he's a gay detective let's make that clear um and also a lot of people i've seen on social media commenting on there's some great fashion moments that daniel craig gets to wear especially there's this there's this pool scene we're all at the pool and he's in this kind of blue and white striped kind of one of those like short short time shirt, old timey like, like bathing old timey with like the scarf the, <laughs> yeah with like the, the scarf and uh yeah people are just digging it i mean he's already been nominated for a golden globe for his role uh so I, I do wonder where where they could go because this is kind of the beauty of this world is as long as ryan johnson comes up with a great mystery and Something I've noticed with Knives Out and what he did with this again is it's kind of like what you expect the big shock moment takes place about an hour, hour 10 in. And then it's the next hour to unravel more twists and turns of how we got there. And so 
you're never done with the film. I will say this movie came in about two hours and 20 minutes. It was long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what's weird is when you had an hour to kind of set up all these characters and kind of get to the big, oh, man, moment that sets up really the mystery part of the next hour. I don't know if I needed to cut time, give more scenes to certain characters. It's it's difficult, you know, with these kind of movies. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was goofy over the top. The ending is ridiculous, but it, it really pays off. I think the whole film, you know, I think I look at iconic moments from Knives Out. Uh, not really a spoiler at this point, because if you've been seeing Knives Out, why are you watching last night? Yeah. I would say <laughs> um, that moment from a theatrical standpoint, when Chris Evans tried to stab Anna de Armas and it was one of those fake knives, that dramatic of that scene, as much as that was brilliant, <laughs> the ending of this film is times 10. Oh, it is ridiculous, yeah. but it, and it and then the scene afterward was one of the best scenes of the whole film. I just enjoyed it. So you know what? I'm gonna give production value for the cast. Her Daniel Craig back doing his thing. A little long, but I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the mystique. I enjoyed the the setting it was ridiculous. And I'm excited to see where they go next. I'm gonna give Glass Onion a knives out mystery. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Nice. I'm gonna go same thing. Eight out of ten for me here. And of course, you, uh, it was just a limited time theaters, but now you can actually enjoy uh, Glass Onion on Netflix, exclusively streaming now. And uh, go back and watch uh, Knives Out if you uh, want to go back and enjoy two back-to-back Benoit Blanc mysteries. Uh, but that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris dewar and i'm your host taylor sokol stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.